Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. It is Saturday, which means I'm here with Sarah. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good because work is happening in the house. I know. Sarah showed up in a beautiful dress today and I was like, you look great. Just wait till you walk in the house to go to the bathroom and you're going to be instantly covered in like sawdust and God knows what else. That's okay. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. So we have a bunch of questions today. A couple of um, interesting ones that I wasn't expecting. You know, you kind of learn to expect anything, I guess. I've been asked some crazy things, but couple of a uh, couple of special questions today that we we don't shy away from the ones that were like huh yeah. all right well sure i mean we there's a reason there. why they asked that's right if somebody wants to know we will happily give our two cents even if we don't have a darn clue <laughs> exactly which is the case on one of these today for sure for sure all right we're giving a giving a thrive market gift card away today to the winner who we will announce at the end. Every single Saturday we give something away. Today it is that Thrive Market gift card. You can be one of the winners and it's pretty darn easy to win. You just have to do one of these three things or if you do all three, you get three times the chances to win. Number one, leave a rating and review of this podcast on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. Thank you in advance if you do that. Number two, leave a review of Chasing Cupcakes on Amazon. Or number three, post on Facebook or Instagram. Tag me so I can see it because otherwise I won't know you did it. An episode that you loved or something that you have learned from the Primal Potential podcast. And we've picked somebody. They are going to win a $20 Thrive Market gift card Sarah, do you have a Thrive membership? Yes, I do, through you. And do you usually get like food stuff or like personal care stuff? Food. Yeah. Anything in particular that you get from Thrive? I haven't had an order in a while, but I was getting some like snacky things. Oh, those peely nuts. Oh, yeah. God, those are delicious. P-I-L-I. I had never even heard of them before until I saw them on Thrive Market. They are the highest fat nut. Most people think that's macadamia. Macadamia is pretty high fat. Peely nuts, P-I-L-I, are even higher than that. And they're like, they're like creamy. I was going to say buttery. Yeah, but they're crunchy too. Yes. But once you bite into them, they're not gritty or grainy at all. They're just so smooth and creamy, almost like coconut. But a nut. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Like coconut in its creaminess and its buttery texture, mm-hmm. but doesn't taste like coconut. Correct. Very They're mild, really good. too. Yeah. yeah, I hadn't heard of them till I was here one day. And you know, one of the other reasons I like peeling nuts better is sort of random, and then we'll get into the uh, questions. 
one of the reasons I like peely nuts better than macadamia nuts is sometimes macadamia nuts to me taste really processed. Mm. Like I can get some that taste great and they taste fine, but I would say one out of three times I buy macadamia nuts, they taste like artificial or like they have some chemical something or other on them. And I hate that. Yeah. Peely nuts are just good all the time. I agree. And they have like spiced versions. Have you tried any of the flavored ones? No. So you can get just salted. Is that what you've had? Yes. Yeah. But you can also get um, like a chili spice Mm -hmm. one. Those are really, really good. Yeah. And they're really hard to find. Yes. I've never seen Peely nuts in a grocery store. Same. But they're really, really affordable on Thrive Market. Plus, if you shop through my link, which is thrivemarket.com forward slash primal potential, you get an extra 20% off, so you can get your peeling nuts at a discount, and then take an additional 20% off on your first order, and you get a free 30-day trial membership. So head over to thrivemarket.com forward slash primal potential. We'll also link that up in the show notes, which you can find at primalpotential.com forward slash 664. We're at 664. I know. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. And this episode airs in October. Yeah. And and we had our first giveaway at 600. Wow. I know. Gosh, it flies by. It feels like that was like a month ago. Yeah, it does. Wow. All right. We have some questions. I'm going to sing them all to you guys. Do it. No, I'm just kidding. If you say it, you got to do it. You got to s- sing the first one. No. <laughs> Maybe further down the line. We'll see. Episode 700, Sarah's singing. Okay. Maybe. Okay. All right. This first question is, how do you manage stress? <laughs> I'm a how work in progress. How do you manage stress? I'm a work in progress. Sarah can attest to the fact that my stress level has been a wee bit higher than normal lately. Understandably. But like, not just like this week. The last no. few months. Yeah. Um, okay. So how do I manage stress? Things help me in different ways at different times, it kind of depends on what the stress is, you know? Um, When it's life stress, things outside of my control, like the construction stuff that's going on right now that really, other than communicating with them regularly and paying them, most of it's outside of my control. I deal with that stress primarily through gratitude. Even when uh the most contractor before this contractor did some shady things and and some illegal things i have a real deep sense of gratitude that i was able to proceed with the project despite having this person you know take money from me for a job that he didn't do um instead of like being tied up you know so i so i have a deep sense of gratitude that it wasn't worse i have a deep sense of gratitude that we were able to get somebody else in to start. I have a deep sense of gratitude for the fact that this new contractor seems to be, you know, uh, much more detail-oriented and much more on the up and up. Um, So gratitude helps me with those things, as well as remembering what matters most in life. You know what I mean? Like, worst case scenario, things come to a halt again or it costs way more. I have my health. My baby is healthy. I have a loving, supportive partner. I have a family. I'm not going to be displaced. You know what I mean? I could call my mom. 
I could rent a place. I have a long list of people who who would be there to support us if something went wrong. And so the big things that really matter most in my life, my health, my family, the people that I love, that's good. We're fine. And so that perspective combined with gratitude is a huge part of stress management for me. Meditation, um, I would say over the last year and a half to two years has become a massive stress reliever. Because sometimes when we say stress management, I think like coping, you know, getting by. And I like to think about it in terms of how can I minimize or mitigate the stress versus how can I cope with it better? Some things we do just have to endure, right? But we can also minimize and mitigate a lot of the stressors. And meditation, I think the best way to describe it is that it increases my stress resilience. So I feel like I have a greater capacity to cope and to respond well when I'm meditating regularly that I just don't have when I'm not meditating regularly. I will also say, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, Sarah, um, more recently than meditation, supplementation has helped me. We talk about energy, you know, and our energy sticks that we love, but um, there's the mood product that you and I both take. I don't even know how to describe it other than it takes that edge off. Mm-hmm. And it's not in like a drug-induced Xanax kind of way, right? It is in aligning your your neurotransmitters to be less reactive, to um, produce less adrenaline so you're not constantly like, I'm ready to fight somebody. Do you notice that too? I do. And I noticed it recently because I, I get really stressed sometimes when I'm driving. Like mm. I, and I just, a lot of things aggravate me when I'm driving. And um, I have noticed that I just have less of a reaction. It's not like, it's, it's not, um, like you're saying, you're, you're not foggy in any way. No. I just realized that like after what would normally be a stressful situation, I was like, oh, I didn't. I didn't freak out. Yeah, yeah. we'll link to that particular product in the show notes, um, primalpotential.com forward slash 664. It's not, I don't take it every day, do you? No. Yeah, I just take it when I feel stressed, Mm -hmm. edgy, um, overwhelmed, anxious, any of those kinds of things. And that's been really big for me. Yeah, I agree. I love that. Yeah, me too. Whew. Yeah. Game changer. I know. And then journaling helps me with stress management too, because I really believe that so much of our response to stress comes from how clearly and how well we're thinking about the situation that stresses us out. And I can say for myself that when I get very reactive or very emotional, nine times out of 10, I'm not thinking about it very well. I'm thinking about like an emotional piece of the truth or I'm think I'm making assumptions or I'm in the future instead of in the present. And to the, the degree to which we can become better thinkers, which is really all I'm trying to do with my clients and myself, quite frankly, um, the degree to which we can become better thinkers is really the degree to which we can rise above our impulses and our instincts and our past patterns and journaling really 
really helps me do that. Does it help you with stress relief at all? I don't have as great of a practice with journaling as you do. Yeah. Um, but I have found that I am more reflective on like the moments of stress and stuff. I understand yeah. it more. Yeah. Which can take the emotional edge off a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Back it down just a, just a skosh. Okay. A skosh. Next question. Good word. Okay. How can I stop getting discouraged by how slow this process is? That's such a great question. Yeah. I stopped thinking about the end point because I used to operate from this place of like, well, if I could just lose 50 pounds, if I could just lose 100 pounds, then everything would be fine. I just need to get there, right? And then like when I first started losing weight at a really good clip, it was just always the next thing, right? You know, I just need to get that next 20 mark. I need to get the next 10. I need to get to this next size. And there was so much forecasting in that. And what I mean by that is I was never present. I was never able to appreciate the moment because I was always trying to um, get to the next thing. And this is actually a very valid criticism that my former husband had about me. He said, you, you will set this, and he was talking about me, of course, you'll set this marker like down the field that like you just have to get to this point and then something will happen or you will be better or you will be happy or you'll be this. And he's like, and then you get there and you pick up the marker and you just throw it further. And he's like, and you do that every single time. And he was, he was right. He was totally right. And what that led to at that phase of my life was a real lack of appreciation because you're trying to get someplace that you aren't already. Now, how does that marry with the idea of always striving and reaching your potential and going to the next level? I see it as a journey with no end, you know, and the practice of presence is really powerful. Being where your feet are, staying in this day to day, and what hindsight has shown me through my own experience and my work with my clients is that the joy is really in the journey. We don't arrive at some point and then go, ah. Oh, here I am. This is amazing. It's so much better. We then like go on to the next thing. And if we can learn that without hindsight, right? If we can embrace that now that this magical thing is not going to happen when we lose this weight or when we save this money or when we're out of debt and we can really challenge ourselves to be in the present and appreciate what is going on right here, right now, we'll be so much happier, right? This idea that like the process is so slow is a, it's a real sign that you're not in the present. You know, you're trying to get someplace else and you're hurrying through life for a goal, sure, but still rushing through your days. Instead of hinging your happiness on an end point, Hinge your happiness on how great it feels to make today amazing. And I really think that'll shift things for you. I think it's important, too, to sort of celebrate small wins. For sure. Even if that's just literally acknowledging that you did or didn't do one thing today. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. The joy in the journey and those, there's something, in, I, I, don't, I can't remember the name of the book, but they talked about like thin slices of joy, you know, and just looking for thin slices of joy every single day. Um, and when you build that as a pattern and as a practice, there's just less rushing to get to some end point where you say you're going to be happier, you're going to feel more peaceful, or you're going to be more relaxed, but it doesn't usually happen that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think this is the uh, sort of off the cusp question we were referring to earlier. Yeah. There's more than one. Well, let's have oh, this one. Okay. Yeah. What is the best way to meet a boyfriend? 
Or I suppose that could be girlfriend or significant other. I don't know. <laughs> what do you think? Well, you have one. Uh, yeah, but that doesn't mean I know the best way. Like, who knows? I could have gone about it the worst way. Who knows? I mean, I think it depends on who you are and where you live and what you're into, you know? Like, if you're a real active member of your church, then, you know, meeting somebody there might be the best way. But if you're like me and you work for yourself from home, well, waiting to just stumble into somebody who's looking for a girlfriend at the grocery store is probably not effective. And online dating could be really, really powerful. But what is the best way to meet somebody? I don't have a darn idea. Yeah, I'm clueless, too. No, I mean, the beautiful thing is there's probably more ways now than ever. Oh, yeah. I agree. So to me, it's not about like the best way and trying to filter it down to like I only want to do the best way. Try them all. Yeah. <laughs> My sister loves and, and she's in a relationship. But even even inside of that, she likes doing like local meetups and stuff like that for like sports or I don't know. Mm-hmm wine or yeah there's art. lots of like professional networking events and such too if you're yeah. into that sort of thing there's so I mean there's we were just talking about this the other day there's more dating apps than there's ever been yeah there's more organization of meetups there's more online forums for similar interests that do um meetups and different things like that there's more opportunity to take a class whether it's a dance class or it's a cooking class or it's a Spanish at night class, you know what I mean? Um, there's more opportunities than ever. So my thing is just like, pick one, do it. Learn from your experience. Because honestly, even if I sat here and said, I know the best way, there's probably a thousand other people who feel like they know the best way and they're not wrong. So yeah, we. Uh, why did we include this question? I, For me, it's because nothing's off limits. But we'll be the first to say if we don't, we don't know. Yeah, we don't have all the answers. No, no, no. And on this one, for sure not. Yeah. No. Okay. Why is it that you can be disciplined and motivated on some things, but not others, even when you really want to meet that goal? Oh, my gosh. Have you read Chasing Cupcakes? <laughs> like, for real. No, seriously, this is like half the book, right? No joke, half the book is about this very thing. How is it that we can be so, like, this could be my words. Mm-hmm. We can be so disciplined and so motivated in one area of our lives, but not in another, even when we want it so badly. Read Chasing Cupcakes. For real, for real, for real. Also link it up um, along with that mood product uh, in the show notes, which you can find at primalpotential.com forward slash 664. That's one of the primary reasons I wrote Chasing Cupcakes, to be honest, because I felt that most of my life was this awful tension of wanting something and then being the thing that held me back from it. So truly, truly, I mean, we could summarize here, but if this is your thing, read Chasing Cupcakes. That's all I'll say about that. How can I stop leaning on wine to deal with stress? How can I stop leaning on wine to deal with stress? I say, first acknowledge that you're not dealing with stress if you're turning to wine right? I mean, you might be distracting yourself, right? You might be avoiding your stress. You might be numbing out from the stress, but you're not dealing with it. 
And I think that kind of honesty with ourselves, especially about the way we think and the way we rationalize, you know, like, oh, I turn to food when I'm stressed out or drinking helps me deal with stress. It doesn't do anything to the stressor except maybe distract you from it or make you feel it less acutely in that moment. But you're also compounding one because if you don't like the fact that you are drinking when you're stressed out, you are now adding another stressor because the following day or later that night, you're like, damn it, why did I do that again? The way that I think this through and the way that I help my clients do this is what is the stressor? What is the problem? Let's get really, really clear on the problem. And then from there, what are the actual solutions? Because there's a difference between solving a problem and avoiding a problem. There's a difference between solving a problem and distracting yourself from it. Get really clear on what the solution is. If you are stressed out about your relationship, alcohol has no place in that solution. Do you want to be a problem solver or do you want to be a problem avoider? If you're stressed out about money, alcohol is not in any way related to the solution. It might make you feel the problem less, but that is not the same thing. I choose to be a problem solver. I work with my clients to become problem solvers. So what I would challenge you to do is initiate a practice of being more clear with yourself on what the problem is and what you can do about it and dealing with it instead of actually just avoiding it. You used to drink some wine sometimes here and there, right? Oh, yeah. I Prior love wine. Yeah. Oh, I love wine. Are you red wine or white wine? Typically red. Me too. Yeah. Bold, dry. Mm, yes. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. I had a great wine uh, before I knew I was pregnant. I think I was probably pregnant at the time. Um, it was after we came back from Bermuda. Mm. And I took a picture of it so I didn't forget it. But it was one of the best red wines I've ever had. And, like, I am looking forward to that after yeah. baby. Yeah. For sure. Okay. I realized I don't really have any systems. And I think it adds a lot of stress to my days. How do you go about setting up and creating systems? So we talked about this, I guess, a few weeks ago now on the podcast, Systems, and I shared um, the acronym, Save Yourself Energy, Time, Money, whatever, however you spell system, you know, that's how it breaks down. Save Yourself Time, Energy, and Money, right? That's the acronym for system that I thought was so cool. Um, how do you go about setting up and creating systems? It totally depends on what problem you're trying to solve. So the example that I often share is with my work, certain days of the week are for certain things so that every day I'm not waking up going, oh my gosh, I have so much to do. What am I going to do today? And creating a new list every single day. Mondays are for this thing and Tuesdays are for this thing and Wednesdays are for this thing and Fridays are for this thing, etc. Um, and I have heard that my clients do similar things with like their housework. One was even so detailed that she has like specific zones for her house. Like the living room is one zone and the master bedroom bathroom is another zone and the kitchen is one zone and every day is for a different zone. So you never feel like you have to spend your whole day on a Saturday cleaning the whole house, you I know? Like that. I know, I do too. Um, but, you know, in terms of like how do I go about setting up and creating systems? Well, if 
keeping up with housework isn't your problem, well, then you don't need that that system. Or if, you know, managing your workload isn't isn't your problem, then you don't need my system. I actually just got a voice note from a client this morning who was asking me about systems specific to emotional upheaval. Like when I'm in a tizzy, when I'm freaked out about something, when I know I'm overreacting to something, how could I put a system in place for this? And I said, don't don't let complexity here um, take away from the power of, of simplicity. My system for when I'm like totally messed up in my mind and just all over the place is very simply questions. I ask myself questions. That is my system to bring me back down, to get me out of my head and out of the assumptions and out of the story and into what actually happened. So a system doesn't have to be this time is for this and then we do this and then we move to this like, a, you know, a system for changing the oil and first you pop the hood and then you do this. and da, 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 da. It can be very, very basic. My system for sadness is gratitude. My system for emotional volatility is questions. I have very complex systems in my work, and I have very simple systems in my work. And I think you just have to begin with, what is the problem I'm trying to solve? Where do I feel like I could benefit from a system? And then the other thing is, quite frankly, Google it, right? If you find that like your finances are always crazy, simple financial management system, Google it. I always say that we live in one of the best times in the world in terms of like access to free information and free tools and all of that. Be really, really clear on what the problem is or where in what area you think you could benefit from a system. Put some ideas together. Ask your friends. We have great conversations about this kind of stuff inside the 12 Weeks to Transformation. Ask your colleagues or just Google it. Yeah, that's my sense. All right, calories versus hormones, which is truly most important for fat loss. Can I be a little theoretical, or not not theoretical, a little philosophical for a second? Please. I want to be part of a shift in the way people think. I really want to be a catalyst for a change in the way people think about this or that, right? Uh, she's either a good person or she's a bad person. I'm either doing well or I'm doing poorly. I'm either where I should be or I'm not where I should be. Uh, it's either calories that are most important or it's hormones that are most important. This is either a good type of exercise or it's a bad type of exercise. Because it's so easy for people to have opinions online more so than it was, you know, before the internet or before, you know, mass media was a real thing, we fall into this very black and white, divisive way of thought. And I really want to be part of the shift of saying, it's almost never that way. There is so little, if anything, in life that is really, truly that black and white, that yes and no. More often than not, it's both, right? More often than not, when we consider like, do I have this under control? Yes and no. Is this person mean or is this person nice? Probably a little bit of both. Is this something that is good for fat loss or not good for fat loss? There's going to be situations where we could make a case for both. And the same thing is true here. I don't, I really want to help people 
be much more open to the idea that it's rarely A versus B. And much, much, much more often, it's A and B. In fact, you know how when I would take multiple choice um, tests in school, it was always like, if you don't know, hit C. Oh. Did you ever hear that? No. Oh, yeah. It was always like, just go with C, you know? And I feel like we could apply the same sort of logic here. If you're unsure, it's probably both. Mm-hmm. Like, all the time. Was it the right thing to do? We could probably make a case either way (laughs) instead of yes or no. So back to the question of like, which is more important for fat loss, calories or hormones? Damn both. Here's why. If you create for yourself a calorie deficit, meaning you are consuming less energy than your body needs, but you have hormonal chaos, you're either going to slow down your metabolism or you could burn muscle or you could just stay right there and adapt and not lose any weight. If you have amazing hormonal optimization and you're really responsive to insulin and your cortisol levels are really low and like everything looks really good from a hormonal standpoint, but you're giving your body more fuel than it needs, guess what? Fat loss is not happening. So we need both. We absolutely need both. There is no world in which you can have one without the other and you're going to be successful in fat loss. Like you cannot consume more fuel than your body needs and burn fat because the only way your body allows for the utilization of stored fat for fuel is when it's not in fuel storage mode, when there's not an excess supply because your body is built for survival. Alternatively, our hormones determine that fat burning ability. It is insulin, it is leptin, it is cortisol, it are those hormones that send those signals. So though we would love the simplicity of black or white, there's very little in life that is that way. And so the answer there is both. C. That's right. All right, last All question. All of the above. Exactly. Yeah. Are you a believer in Christ? <laughs> And to people listening, that's not Sarah's question to me because that could just seem like, I'm throwing this in there. Do you believe in God? (laughs) Um, No, somebody wrote this in. And I include these just so you guys know that you can ask anything. And we might not have an answer. We might not. People have asked, like, um, it's been a while, but people have asked, like, what's your boyfriend's name? Yeah, I remember. And I still, I'll put it in here and I'll explain, like, this is the reason I don't share that, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yes, I am a believer in Jesus Christ and in a lot of other things, too. Most especially, I'm a believer in myself. And that, you know, can be taken any number of ways. So before we open it up into wild interpretation and uh, non-slot of emails, um, It goes back to kind of the like both thing, right? It's not this or that. I believe that I am powerful beyond measure. And I believe that there is a God, source, universe, whatever, that is also powerful beyond measure. Um, A lot of you guys know this. I was raised Catholic. My mom was just here yesterday and Sarah was here for it. I'm laughing because she was like, she was telling a story about religion and she was giving Sarah the context. She was like, I, I'm a Catholic. Like, I'm a good, I've am a been a lifelong Catholic. I'm a good Catholic. I go to church every Sunday. And then she's like, 
they pay me to go, but I mean, I think it still counts. I hope it still counts. I don't really know if it she still counts. She says she'd go anyway if she yeah. wasn't being paid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, I grew up in a Catholic family. Um, I believe in, and even my mom yesterday, she was like, that doesn't mean we think it's like the only one right religion. Exactly. You know, and yeah. I feel that I feel that way too. Like I am just so open to lots of different things. Like I know for sure that the moon is really powerful. Like that is real. Yeah. We could go in. That's a whole episode for another day about how the lunar cycles actually match up with the different female hormonal cycles and that the things that are attributed to the phases of the moon are also attributed to like if, if one phase of moon, I'm making things up here, like makes people more emotional, it is matched to the same exact phase of the menstrual cycle where women are more hormonal. Like the phases, I mean, it's crazy. It's I read a whole book about me. it. It was fascinating. Conversation for another day. Um, but I think there are just so many powerful forces in the world. And I, I do believe in God and I believe in Jesus Christ and I believe in myself and I believe in you. You know, <laughs> great way to wrap it up. I know, right? Um, but yeah, I just want you guys to know that I'm just a regular old Joe here, happy to answer any questions you have. And, and if I'm not, for whatever reason, willing to talk about something, I'm also very, very willing to talk about why I'm not willing to talk about it. You know, because like, why not? Yeah. Yeah. I have I have my boundaries. Totally. And a lot of them are learned. I think I've talked oh, to yeah. you about this offline, like, when I started Primal Potential, I didn't have any boundaries because I didn't have any experience to know why or what or when or where or whatever. And I think just the older and wiser and more experienced you get. It's true in life and relationships too, right? You probably have boundaries now that you didn't have 10 years ago. Yeah. And I think we're also living in a world where so many things are are available for people to find out. Yeah. And I know for myself, like I just want to kind of protect some things. Absolutely. Like I want things just for me. Yeah. And yeah. I feel that way too. Like I, and I, and it goes back to both. I see a lot of people online, um, people who have podcasts or people who have platforms who share everything, you know, um, and every picture of like every meal and every time they go out with their partner, they've got to capture it for, you know, Instagram or whatever, whatever. Um, and I think that that is so cool. And obviously they do that because people want to see it. And I also think that it's really cool that I choose to not be that way, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I am probably more protective of like my relationship and, inside my home and little things like I I don't want a television in my bedroom like we have one room right now so there's a television in there because our bedroom is also our living room and our dining room um <laughs> but we were just talking about this the other day about the setup of our room once this renovation is done and, and we're in agreement on no tv in there but I also want no cell phones in there which I've never done before mm, now like granted that. nursing a baby you know, and you're up at three, maybe, maybe there's a reason for a cell phone. But like, I, I like that. Yeah. I like that too. And I like, there was some place that I lived. Oh, I know what it was. When I first moved back up here, first just rambling on a tangent, we'll wrap this up in just a second, y'all. I don't know what's wrong with me today. Um, probably cause there's no puppy here today to like worry about. Yeah. So normally we're like, is he going to bark? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Time frame. 
Um, but no, when I first moved back up to New England from North Carolina, I had a loft. And like there was like a main floor and then there was a loft thing and like I didn't do any social media up in the loft. So people were like, oh, can we have a tour? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. But like nobody goes upstairs but me and my partner, Mm. you know. And I just I like having those kinds of boundaries. And I also like that some people don't because, you know, it's cool to sometimes see like that people are willing to share Mm -hmm. all of that. And I'm open to the fact that like five years from now, that might be really different. Yes, I know. In either direction. Right. Yeah. So. Anyway, we love your questions. Yeah. If you have questions, send them to, well, go to primalpotential.com forward slash inbox. Primalpotential.com forward slash inbox. Today's giveaway, Thrive Market, $20 gift card. Try the Peely Nuts. Yeah, they're delicious. Yeah, we like them. Uh, The winner, this is the Instagram handle, at wonderland underscore of underscore possibilities at wonderland of possibilities email sarah s-a-r-a-h at primalpotential.com and we will get you your 20 dollars thrive market gift card i hope you guys have an amazing day oh i didn't ask you are you doing anything fun this weekend sarah i don't think i have any plans this weekend that's awesome yeah what about you uh roomie starts training Exciting. Will you be attending? Yes, very much so. And I have the kickoff webinar for, this will be a week later by the time you guys hear this, but the kickoff live coaching call for my fall 12 Weeks to Transformation will be on Sunday night. Ooh. Yeah. So I'm very, very excited about that. So dog training, football. Oh, Oh, yeah. The Master Arborist is coming. Oh, that's right. To walk the property and give me my priorities. I can't wait to hear. I can't either. Do you know if he or she will be giving you like a report? Or? I don't think so. I don't think it's that formal. This okay. is like a, a friend's father-in-law. I see. So maybe, but um, I just told him like, we don't know where to start. Yeah. Yeah. Help so, us. Yeah, seriously. So I'm super excited about that. All right, yeah. everybody. Primalpotential.com forward slash inbox if you have questions. I hope you have an amazing day. And if you happen to find out the best way to find a boyfriend, let us know and we'll post it online. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. Sarah's like, absolutely. Send it right to Sarah at primalpotential.com. Exactly. Forever grateful. All right, y'all. Have a great day. We'll talk soon. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there. Sick of being upsold at gyms? 
My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money.